Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show. So I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. In this episode of Podcasting for Coaches, I'm going to talk a little bit about what you absolutely need to know or at least be aware of before you decide to start a podcast of your own. So if you listen to the past few episodes, you know that I have been spouting the benefits of a podcast and explaining why you need to start one for your coaching or consulting business. Now is the time where I break it down for you and get real. Yes, I truly believe a podcast is fantastic and every single coach or consultant should have one. However, that doesn't mean it's a right fit for you right now. And the last thing I want you to do is take on something that you're not going to be able to fully realize and put quality content out on a regular basis because that's only going to hurt your brand more than it is help it. Plus, I also don't want you to commit to something that you just don't have time for and that ends up leaving you feeling burnt out. So let's talk about the time commitment that goes with having a podcast. This varies greatly. If you decide to do interview episodes, you need to consider guest outreach, you know, finding guests, getting them to agree to be on your show, scheduling time with them, which I have a hack for. And hopefully as coaches and consultants, you are already utilizing it. But I will talk about that in a future episode when we start talking about the equipment you need. And then, of course, there's actually conducting the interviews themselves, dealing with guests who may schedule at the last minute or are no show, need to, you know, switch to a different day. And then there is maintaining the relationship with the guest afterwards, letting them know their interview is live, all of those things. Then, of course, even if you're doing a solo episode, you still have to record those episodes. So there is content planning so that you don't just get onto a mic and randomly just rattle stuff off for 20 minutes, which I sometimes have done before. And trust me, it's not the best result. And then if you're not sending things off to an editor, you have to edit that audio. And generally speaking, for someone who is not proficient and skilled and is comfortable with editing software, you can count on it taking twice as long to edit the audio as the file is. So if it's a 30 minute file, you can count on it taking at least 60 minutes to edit. And again, that's very broad, very basic. That number can vary greatly. I know people who have spent four hours on a 30 minute interview episode. So it can be very time consuming. And then you have to factor in the show notes. Are you going to write those yourselves? Are you going to have someone else do it? So you can make it simple if you have the money to outsource, which again, we'll talk about in the next episode. All you have to do at that point is basically record your content and you're good. Your editor can take over the rest of it if you're working with the right editor. Some don't do show notes, some do certain things, some don't, but again, we'll talk about that later. And you can also hire a VA to help with the guest management system and find guests for you. So there are ways to make it not take as much time. But if you don't have the resources to outsource some of those tasks, you're going to have to take care of them yourself. And it's going to be a pretty big time commitment. Not trying to scare you away from it because, again, I truly believe it's worth it. Podcasts are so powerful. But I don't want you to go into this with unrealistic expectations and then end up hating me because it's way more work than you thought it would be. So again, if you do have resources that you can devote to outsourcing some tasks, some of those things might include guest management, email management, 
again, maintaining the show notes on your website, having an editor who will actually edit the audio for you, upload it to a hosting service, you know, maybe having a VA schedule social media posts, things like that. So you need to allocate some of your funds towards that if you don't want to take care of those yourselves. So it can be a decent commitment monetarily, and that's actually what the very next episode is going to be about, is the cost of launching and maintaining a podcast. One other thing that I want to make sure that you are completely aware of, that this is crystal clear and there is no doubt, no confusion on this whatsoever. Podcasts are a long game. You will not see immediate success or leads, most likely. There are exceptions to every rule, and you may have a couple trickle in. But for the most part, podcasts are a commitment. You want to keep your podcast going for a year, two years, three years. This is the long game that you are playing. You will develop so much content. It will all be evergreen. You will have so much SEO coming to you because of the show notes. If you've optimized your notes in the right way, which we'll talk about later, you will have a following of fans that adore you and are there. But as you know, not everyone who follows you is at the point in their life or business where they can hire you at the moment or they can buy your products or courses. So it's a long game. You're building that trust now so that they know without a shadow of a doubt, they don't even have to question it or think about it. When they are ready, you're their go-to person. So I do not want you to start a podcast thinking that you can just have it up for two or three months and then you'll be good. You'll be golden. You've got the content you need. People are going to start flooding in because that's just not how it works. That's completely unrealistic. It's a long game you're playing. You want to put out the content now so you get the clients later. If you are shelling out money to outsource different aspects of the show, or if you are already stretched for time, I realize this can be difficult, but if you stick with it, it's worth it. Another thing that I want to make sure is crystal clear. A large chunk of what you do, and we will talk about this later, will be educating people on podcasts. In my first episode, I explained that 112 million people in the United States listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. However, That's actually only 40% of the entire population of the United States. Only 60% of the entire population of the United States are even familiar with the term podcasting. That leaves so many people on the table. So many people have no clue what a podcast is. They don't know how to subscribe. They don't know how to listen. They don't know what the benefits are. If you ask a person who's not really familiar with a podcast, but they've heard the term, maybe they might tell you it's a type of radio show which is generally sort of kind of not really, but it's the closest thing to explain it to somebody who has no clue. And whenever I'm explaining it to somebody else, my very first reply is it's basically a talk radio show that you can download and listen to anytime you want. That's my, you know, two second elevator pitch that starts the conversation, but then you want to continue it. So again, we're going to break down exactly how to do this when I explain how to grow your podcast audience, because that's going to be a large part of it. But I want to make you aware of that right now. So there are still people there. 112 million people listen on a monthly basis. 42 million people, 15% of the population, listen on a weekly basis. If you're telling me you can't find enough clients in 42 million people, you're in the wrong business. You are doing the wrong thing. So those are some things I wanted to make sure that you were aware of. The time commitment, the monetary commitment, which again, we're going to dive more into in the next episode. How is a long game? You probably won't see immediate success. And how you're going to need to continuously educate people because there is a large chunk of this country who has no clue what a podcast is. Tune in next time to find out more about the cost of starting and maintaining a podcast. And I want to thank you for joining me today. And I will see you back here next week. 
And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you're wondering if now is the right time to start a podcast for your coaching or consulting business, head on over to podcastingforcoaches.com where you can either take a free quiz or schedule a one-on-one consultation with yours truly. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you back here for the next episode. Thank you.